Welcome to A Lot of Things, the podcast about uh, things. It's in the title. And things that I like and want to share with you. Or you know what? Things that I don't like. Because I've added that to the repertoire. Repertoire, fun word to say. Uh, the first thing is I'm Not Your Woman on Amazon Prime. Starring a one Rachel Brosnahan? Brosnahan? I thought it was Brosnahan. I'm so sorry, Rachel. I don't know how to say your last name. I think it's Brosnahan. Anywho, it's uh, original over on Amazon. Original movie. And I was intrigued by the trailer, and I got to say I really, really liked it. It's a slow burn. That movie is what you call a slow burn. But it picks up about halfway or three-quarters of the way through the movie. Like, it takes a bit to get there. And when it does, it's really interesting and a really cool um, growth of a character. And I really, really liked the whole thing and the ending. It's a quietly good movie, if that makes any sense. It's good to just chill with if it's like a weekend and... Or actually, there's no more weekends. What am I talking about? Currently, it's all the same day. If it's an evening, let's say that. It's good for the evenings. It's a drama. There's action. Suspense. It's very good. It's slow, though. And my only concern was about half of the movie. You hear this baby crying a lot. And I was like, I don't want to hear that noise. It, I mean, who does? Oh, that's the only part I don't like. There's a baby that cries a lot. Anyways, I suggest you watch it, though. It's very good. Uh, the other one that's very good, I just finished, uh, The Last Blockbuster, which I watched a trailer for a while ago. I've been waiting for this to come out. It's out now. Uh, what does something being out mean? Like, when is a movie released in this time and era, and what does that mean if you're not going to the movie theater? Well... Lots of times it just means it's out on Amazon Prime or a service like that where you can rent a movie. And this one is out on Amazon.com, available now to rent digitally on Amazon Prime. Amazon? Do you need Prime to get the rentals? I don't think you do, actually. Anywho, the last blockbuster is about the last video store. It's in Bend, Oregon. Uh, They're still going. Spoiler. Is that a spoiler? It might be a spoiler. (laughs) I mean, who really cares? A spoiler on the last blockbuster documentary. But let's just say there's a little suspense there at the end of of what's going to happen to the last blockbuster store, which is in, again, Oregon. So the documentary is really about that store, and it lightly touches on the history of blockbuster And it lightly touches on some of the shitty business practices and bad decisions. But it doesn't really focus on that. It's not a documentary about the business itself and the people around it. Some of the people are in the doc from Blockbuster, execs. But really is about the experience of going to a video rental store and the experience of this store that is the last one. It's very cool. 
a lot of interesting people in it. Um, celebrities or whatever you want to say, like famousy people uh, are in it. Why do I have a hard time saying that? Well, because I hate the idea of celebrity. And that is a tangent. We don't need to go on now. We could. So whatever. Let's just say people that you might recognize are in this documentary as well. Uh, Lauren Lapkus, who I love and was in a million things, but uh, the wrong Missy recently. She's doing a voiceover for a lot of it. It's excellent. It's excellent. But it really brings up the point of video stores and how, you know, that especially now with COVID currently, the the idea of going in somewhere and talking to people and having them know who you are and know what you might like and suggesting stuff and it not being just an algorithm and having that, you know, back and forth, the relationship with the actual people that work there uh, is something that people miss and me included. But I miss it even more because I was a manager at a video store for, I think, two years or a little more in uh, here in Seattle. And it was awesome. Like, it was tough and it was weird. And it's still a, a job where you have to be standing, like, all the time. And I basically just lived in that store. That was, like, that was my home. And I set up my own section and worked on the cult section and worked on the f- favorite picks and new releases and put up, you know, music videos on the TVs and then like a major movie on the big screen TV that we had. And then you get to know all your customers and people become your friends. And I, I made relationship and friends from that. Um, and, and then you just see them and it feels comfortable and good when they walk in. And I'm sure the same thing for them uh oh yeah did you like that oh you you get to talk a bit about the movies you just saw so there's like a community there that's just lacking from this current world especially even if there was no covid and at some point we're going to get past this we're going to have other challenges but even without that people weren't like clamoring for that type of establishment but I think it's missing, and I think it's hurtful that it's missing. Because if you go back in time, tangent for like thousands of years, tens of thousands of years, what were people doing? They were getting together, clumping together in societies, communities, well, communities before societies. And they were communing, and they were being together, talking about stories, what happened out there? Oh, this is a perfect example of a time for a character. So, uh, Jim, you know, early man, is that right? They're all, they all have low voices. So Jim, but they have modern names. Was there a Jim, an old school man? You know, like the guys who just were in caves trying to make it. Hey, uh, Jim. What happened today? You know, I didn't see you by the, uh, the, uh, the, the waterfall. <laughs> Try to think the other. Yeah. Uh, it sounds the same. Yeah. I was out killing that, uh, saber tooth tiger. I finally, <laughs> he's also from New York. Yeah. I finally, uh, I finally, uh, 
got that saber-toothed tiger out of there. And uh, it took a while. You know, me and uh, Jerry and Frank, they all came and uh, we had to, like, take it all at once. You know, like, all our spears went in. It was bleeding all over the place. It was messy. But we got the job done. And uh, here we are. We're home and we're going to serve dinner. It's um, it's saber-toothed tiger. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I still sound like this. But uh, I'm glad. Okay, that was a terrible idea. But the idea was there's some community there, like what happened that day. That's what I'm trying to get at. Now with everything virtual, we can try to do it on Google. It's not the same. Or Zoom. And then the video store did that, is what I'm trying to get at. It was a place you could go. You don't even have to know the people. In the beginning, these were, in quote strangers. And you went there and you go, hey, what's going on? I like movies. And the person behind the counter was like, I like movies too. Let's talk about it. Same thing with record stores and music and movies, you know, music stores, stuff like that. So, anywho, I think it's missing. This uh, documentary really kind of touches on that. So, you could watch it for that specifically. Uh, Side note, I started to watch Tenant, which everybody's talking about is the best thing in the world. I really don't care for it. And... I stopped watching it. I don't do that. I don't stop watching something. I usually just watch it. Movies are tougher now because we all have short attention spans. But I disliked the delivery of that movie. Like a lot. Like what what were they thinking? I don't want to spoil it, but it just... It makes you have to know what's going on immediately and if you don't like later they're going to tell you but there's no hook to keep watching it i just felt like it was all like this other story that was already had happened and we're supposed to just be like okay cool also the main character was like okay cool to everything this is not a spoiler but like weird shit happens isn't that like magic no, it's just it's just for this reason, and just deal with it. And the main character's like, okay, cool. Not like, what the hell is going on? Like, that's what I would say all the time. But no, cool, I don't understand what this is, but I guess I'll just use this weird magic thing. That's me trying not to spoil it, but I don't recommend this to anyone. I think it was terrible. Ugh, I have no idea why people were loving it. Anyways, I stopped. Should I go back and watch the ending that explains the beginning? (laughs) That's my answer. Probably not. Anyways, that's something that I don't like. So I just thought I'd share that. Um, I just got Is This Anything by Jerry Seinfeld, his book uh, of comedy. And it's very cool and inspiring for any stand-up or just person into comedy and what he did is he just took his whole career of jokes and put it in a book but and this is a really cool but he put in the beginning of each chapter like a little bit of a story of like where he was at when he was writing the jokes uh, history of how he started comedy so that stuff's in there but then the rest of it's just jokes but it's inspiring you can actually learn a lot from reading someone's jokes because hearing it is different and it makes you elicit a reaction and you laugh 
or you don't laugh, or you ponder it, and it's in delivery. It's all the delivery of the joke. But when you're reading it, it's actually helpful for me because I'm, I'm good at writing sketch comedy, but I'm bad at writing stand-up. I, I think I know that. <laughs> so I'm trying to get better at writing stand-up, which is what you have to do. Like Some people just work it on the stage, and I like doing that as well. But to write up premises and to write up like hooks and like punchlines to bits, I think it's very helpful for that to just like look at the words themselves on the page. So it's called Is This Anything? I bought the hardcover edition because I like holding a book. And it's really cool. So you should check it out. And I found out about that because of David Spade's YouTube channel, which I still watch religiously. Uh, I liked his show. I liked him. He has a great audiobook on Audible. Um, I always forget the name of it. I'll look it up in a minute. And he was doing a, a show, and he put and he had Jerry on, and Jerry talked about his new book. And then I just ordered it and got it the next day. Because we live in the future, and that's what happens in the future. You want something, you go, I think I'll just have it. But then I can't actually talk to a human being in person because this is where we live. I didn't mean to bring it a Debbie Downer. I'm searching for the book right now because we're just going to do it live. Although this is recorded, so there is no live. Almost Interesting, the memoir by David Spade. The audio book, audible.com, etc., is probably the better one for this one. Because he reads it, and I really like David Spade's delivery, and I know I just talked about how <laughs> in Jerry's book, I liked not hearing the delivery. So, but for this one, I do. Because he's going through stories of his life. Like, the whole thing's just stories of his life. It's not stand-up. So it fits better for that. And I recommend that as well. Almost Interesting by David Spade. Uh, just a couple more things real quick. I stumbled upon Holly Humberstone on DSCVR Vivo. I don't understand what this thing is, but it's cool. I've been listening to it forever uh, and watching it on YouTube. I've mentioned it on this podcast before. DSCVR. Just type that into YouTube. Incredible live performances. I'm always baffled that like whoever they have doesn't fuck up. Or I guess we're seeing like the best take probably. But they're all really good performances of new artists. And I always find someone I love. I could go through the list. Probably 20 that I found just from this channel. Uh, so she was just the, one of the most recent ones. And I liked the song. And then I went back and watched a music video. She even did like a short film for one of her songs. It's relaxing. It's really relaxing for right now when the world is chaos. Holly Humberstone. Highly recommend it. And DSC VR in general. Closing out the show, Disenchantment uh, trailer for season three dropped. If you don't know about that cartoon series on Netflix, it is awesome. It is also a slow burn. Ooh, we're going right back to the beginning. To I'm Not Your Woman. Also check out with Rachel Brosnahan. Uh, Disenchantment is from some of the creators behind The Simpsons. Matt Groening, etc. Season one is slow. Near the end, it picks up. Season two is very good. 
and has a lot of comedy in it and a lot of laughs. I mean, there's comedy in the whole thing. But I think season two, they hit their stride. And season three is coming out soon. I think January. I can't recommend this enough. And I probably mentioned it on the show before. I'm going to say it again. Disenchantment. Don't sleep on it. Instead, watch it and then go to sleep. That's it. That's the podcast. I'm going to read this Is This Anything book and then get ready for another sketch. By the way, speaking of sketches, youtube.com slash a lot of things. Go there. I finally am starting to hit my stride on what type of content to put there and a regular cadence. And my favorite thing is probably uh, talking to myself. That's what I've named the series where I talk to versions of me and probably versions of you. Uh, just basically talking back and forth to different characters that we have in our head when we think about things. The, yeah, youtube.com slash a lot of things. I'll see you next podcast. It'll be sooner than this last time. Sorry, it was a little late. We'll do another one soon. Bye.